This is what I'm feeling like. Da, 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 da. Let me tell you what I'm feeling like. Da, 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 da. Yo, yo, yo. We in here. What up, though? My man Brown. What up, though, Tom? Welcome back, everybody, to the Keep It a C No podcast. I'm Tom. That's Brown, as always. Yup, yeah. yeah. Listen, man. We, 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 we rolling. We appreciate y'all coming back, checking with us. We got some fresh new topics for y'all today, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did the, the quarterbacks, the wide receivers, the running backs. Now we got to do them, them tight end boys, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the hybrid boys, whoever you like on your tight end. So let's hear it. Who's your top five tight ends, bro? Uh, top five, uh, number five, Antonio Gates. Ooh. Antonio Gates, most touchdowns ever by a tight end. 116. Third all-time receiving yards. Um, you know, he's been a he 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 been a Pro Bowl numerous times. Eight straight Pro Bowls. Five all pro teams. So he's my number five guy. And he did a lot of stuff with no speed and nothing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he was still a monster. My number four guy is a throwback player. Uh-oh. And that's Mike Dicker. Oh. And here's the thing with Mike Decker. He's got a Super Bowl ring. He got an NFL championship ring. Mm-hmm. And he's the first ever tight end ever inducted into the uh, Hall of Fame. First ever. So mm-hmm. just on the strength of that, he's got to go forward for me. Number three, Kellen Winslow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He was the hybrid that my man speaks of right here. Five Pro Bowls, three-time All-Pro. He was a monster, a mismatch all over the field. That's my number three. Number two, three-time Super Bowl champion, Shannon Sharp. Mm. Oh, shout out. Eight Pro Bowls. He was a first-team All-Pro three times. He's a monster. He won Super Bowls with with uh, uh, Elway. Mm. Then he went over to Baltimore and was the man and won a ring over there. That's mm. my number two guy. Number one, he owns damn near every stat. He just doesn't have a ring, but... He's my top guy, Tony Gonzalez. Mm. 14 Pro Bowls, that's the record for tight ends. Um, six times he's been first team. Uh, he's second in touchdowns, first in receptions, first in reception yards, everything else. Tony Gonzalez, pure monster. He's my number one guy. Um, and I had a bunch of honorable mentions, just but just to keep it a C note, so there's no debating. Um, Gronk was not on my top five, and if we go three, four more spots over, he probably win to me my top eight, top nine. So <laughs> I'm just keeping it to see no with you right then and there. So you don't gotta ask. No, Gronk was not in my top five. He's probably not even in my top ten. Boom. Who you got? All right. So since you said Gronk, Gronk is an honorable mention for me. He might be in my top ten. That's rough, rough, but I do agree with you, and I think I know why you're saying this about about Gronk. Gronk is what we call Emmett Smith. Gronk is a system tight end. Gronk is the product of Belichick and Brady, and they really inflated his numbers, which is why he followed Brady right. to Tampa Bay. He does nothing special. He's right. not fast. He doesn't jump high. He's not really he's not really agile. Fact. And at one point he wasn't even the best tight end on his team. Aaron Hernandez was. This is a fact. You do know what I'm saying? So 
you're not a top five uh, tight end, no matter what your numbers say. No. So I got to give a shout. I got to give honorable mention to a guy, and I hate to do it, but, you know, I got to be keeping the scene note. Jason Witten. Okay. I got to give it to him because for half of his career, who did he have throwing the ball to him? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and even with Witten, like, Witten probably wouldn't make my top ten either, but I would put Witten over Gronkowski yes. on my list. So. And as you said, Mike Dicker, he was an eagle, so y'all can't be mad about that. So number five for me, I'm giving a guy that's currently in the league his flowers now, even before he gets into Cooperstown, Travis Kelsey. Mm, Mr. Unguardable. The only person on the Chiefs to show up in the Super Bowl. Both years. Well, the first year they won it, but the second I year he was the only one there. I love Kelsey, but I ain't putting. I'm putting five. it there, and I'm projecting. No, no, no. He'll be number one by the time he retires. I don't think so. Number four, Kellen Winslow. Like you said, hybrid. He is the reason why we have Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, dudes like that. If it wasn't for him, they would still be on the end of the line. They'd be fullbacks that are on the line. Right. Next, my number three, Shannon Sharp. Shannon's only my number three because he doesn't have the numbers of the top two guys. Okay. But... If I was going to pick a tight end to start my team, it would be Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp did everything a tight end is supposed to do Fact. well. Fact. Blocking. He uh, set the line. He could get off of, uh, of, of, of a, a jam coverage. He could run by you. Right. He'll out-muscle you. He'll out-jump you. He'll out-hustle you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he does everything a tight end is supposed to do plus. He'll never be matched. Right. Not with his size. He's like 6'4". He played at like 250. All muscle. So that means he was dedicated to himself. Right. There would never be another Shannon Sharp. Number, number two, Antonio Gates. Mm. I put him at two because, like, like we said, he, he's top five in every statistical category you can have for a tight end. Right. He had a, a pretty good career. He was banged up a lot, so that helped, that held his numbers back. Philip Rivers helped him out a lot because he was Philip's first look until they got Keenan Allen. Right. But fast, he was his first look until he started to climb. That too, and then they had to pick up other tight ends. But if it wasn't for his legs literally giving out on him, blow things off the chart. So that's my number two. Number one, that guy. Antonio Gonzalez. Mm -hmm. My man, the one thing that people don't talk about with, with Tony Gonzalez's career is who was throwing him the ball most of his career? Right. Right. They had, and, and I think he played in Kansas City for 12 years, 13 years, something like that. They probably had 12 different quarterbacks. Yeah, this is true. You dig what I'm saying? So you have to build a rapport with every single quarterback. There's a new training camp. Every new training camp, we got to build this new chemistry. And you were still putting up major numbers at a time when they had gone back to the blocking tight end a little bit. They had went away from the hybrid dude. Right. So now you're making it look like I can block, and then I'm taking off on you. Right. Very athletic. Basketball player as well. But he never got that ring because he never had the quarterback that can get him there. Yeah. And Matt Ryan, they got him this close. Then Matt Ryan forgot how to play football. And that's the curse of being one of the greats. Sometimes you just 
You don't. You're not blessed with a good team, man. You know. So not, a lot of those Kansas City teams were trash, and they right. were saved by himself and Marcus Allen or or, or uh, a Priest Holmes. That's what I mean. Priest Holmes. You know what I mean? They had uh, Larry Johnson. Larry. You know what I'm saying? Like they had running backs and and uh, Tony Gonzalez. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. That was yeah. it. Like. He had a role, like, so... And, and, he's, he's and a lot of people don't acknowledge is a lot of those things, Tony Gonzalez was doing all that while he was getting double teamed. Because they had no receivers. They had no, no receivers. Receiver. So he was getting double teamed. He was still scorching stuff with mm -hmm. with somebody that was just working at uh, Fresh Roses <laughs> last week throwing him the ball. And he still put up these career numbers. Definitely my guy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Can't debate that one. Bruh, what we got next? Now, we Philly boys. Yeah. Through and through, we Philly boys. Ain't no doubt. And back in the day, 7th, 8th grade, we used to go to the little club spots. Right. And, you know, they played a little dance hall, a little reggae, even some R&B sometimes. And, you know, you're trying to meet that special shorty. Right. But one thing they had consistent was them Philly rappers putting them bangers in the club. Right. So, my man, what's your top five? Philly party songs. Ah, my honorable mention would probably be uh, Beans Rock the Mic. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's my honorable mention. My number five would be State Property as well. Young Guns Can't Stop Won't Stop. Mm -hmm. um, even today, like that song you watching a basketball game, you still hear that song being played in the mm -hmm. stadium and all that. Huge song. Number four song. And this song has been around since the 80s. Tough Crew. Mm. My part mm. of town. Mm. 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 When you in the club and you hear that, so, so, so damn tough. Rock on. Rock on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Legendary. From the 80s to now, you still, like, it sets the party off. Fact. Shout out to Ice Dog. Mm -hmm. Shout out uh, Too Tough and the rest of the squad. My number three joint, a more newer artist, the Meek Mill intro song. Uh. That Meek Mill intro song, I've been in the club. And I've seen people go crazy when that song come on, especially when the beat change. That song is phenomenal in the club. Like, it changes the whole mood. Like, if nobody was up, that song would have you up, amped up. That's my number three, John. And wait, before you go on, I got to keep it a C-note about something. This is a little mission to myself. I don't know the words of that song. I okay. feel like I should have learned them a long time ago because I love that song. Right. So when we be in parties and cats be singing it, I'm just mouthing it because right. I don't know it, but I love it because I be hyped. Right. Right. And like that. It, so it, it gets you in. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that. That's like a a, a red bull in the club. It that is. track. It it, it it changed the whole mood. And it ain't got no gender. Men and women be going. Yeah. I had to, I had to say that. My number two, John, just because when we used to go clubbing as kids, the impact of this song from a local group, at the time they didn't have a big major deal, but you heard them in every club and their little homies was in the club deep as hell. Mm -hmm. 
My number two is Ram Squad Fortunate. Ooh, some fortunate, some less fortunate. Yo, you used to hear that John in the club back in the day. Mm -hmm. And you got to get them dudes props. They didn't have no major deal or nothing. But that song in Philly, even if you didn't like Ram Squad or you didn't like Richard Allen, mm -hmm. that song was huge. And they were smart how they marketed that. They marketed towards cats in North Philly because you would be in the club, Richard Allen, how we do? And everybody doing this. Mm -hmm. I remember we being in a club and that John come on and even people from like Saigon, when the song come on, they go crazy and they start throwing mm -hmm. they Saigon sign up. Like, so that song, even if you didn't like them, back in the day, that was a very impactful mm -hmm. song in the club. My number one joint and um, I want to shout out my homie Ty, because she went viral at a Sixers game while this song was playing. And like I said, she went viral. She's become famous off of this. That's dope. Ice City Boys, Freeway, featuring Petey Crack, Flipside. Mm. That's, that's my top joint mm. all time. You still hear it in the stadiums. That joint is a banger in the club. As soon as you hear Petey with that getting getting wet, as he says, he, <laughs> like it's that joint just take you somewhere else. So shout out to my man Free because that joint is timeless. That song right there is timeless. It's a classic. He gets a lot of love for even though what we do is wrong. Mm -hmm. But this song, Flipside, was that's a huge it. song. That's, that's my number one joint. Man, that's that's a great list, man. And you talking about Ram Squad. Ram Squad also had another banger. Yeah, ballers. I see nothing but gangsters up there. Yeah, you know but see, boy, they were signed to a a, yeah. a major label when yeah. Ballers came out. But that that was a banger too. Right, and you shouted up Benny Siegel, rocked the mic. That was somebody and Cassidy drinking my two step. Yeah, that was that was one yeah. hit. I'm not going to lie though. If we're talking about huge singles though, um. I remember when I used to hang out in the strip club, I would have females dance to Cassidy Hotel about six, <laughs> seven times a night. That, that was my go-to song when right, we went right. to the strip club. So shout out to Cassidy because that's a huge single. That's one Absolutely. of my honorable mentions too. Absolutely. So number five on my list, I'm going back to the 80s too. Okay. I'm going back to an underrated rapper duo, I feel. Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, brand new funk. Br oh. Brand new funk. Okay. That thing right there was the opening to hip-hop party songs. Like, yeah, you had Rakim and all of them was around that time, but this was specifically made to make you boogie. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Next one. You talk about the young guys. You had them on your list. Can't, can't stop, won't stop, man. That, okay. that song, it's, it's still, as soon as you put it on... You, you go and groove to it, especially if you're from Philly. Right. You know what I'm saying? You it don't matter where you at. You could be standing on a bus stop, somebody playing it in their car. You go and groove. This is a fact. My next one, Cassidy. I'm a hustler. That's a huge thing. They so. play that in the club. Everybody start doing their little bop. You know what I mean? And it it it, it it's really lasted over time because it's not. That's all came out like. 10, 15 years ago, something like that. Like, so oh, long, like 16 a long years, time yeah. ago. And you can still go into any Philly establishment, you're going to hear it at least once. Yeah. Either one, the remix or the original. Exactly. My number two, like my man said, Tough Crew. My part of town, bruh. Every time it comes on, I listen to it at work. 
Y'all listen to it at home. It don't matter where I'm at. I'm boogieing when that come on, man. That song hits you in the heart. Because right. we all grew up with that song. Barbecues, family reunions, yeah. block parties, in the fire hose, you know, in the fire hydrant or whatever. Everywhere, sitting on the step. This song came on, you boogied a little bit every time. And like my man said, for number one, Freeway Flips. Oh, okay. You agreeing with me. Bro, this song gives juice to people that ain't even from Philly. You put the, I was in Atlanta one time. They put this on. Cats is banging. Right. I was in, I, I heard it when I was in Vegas. I've heard it any place I've been, and I've been in a party setting. They put this song on, and everybody do the same move. Everybody. That's huge. Yeah. That's huge, bro. And it's, yeah. it's like, again, this song is old, but it's never going to go nowhere. That's a classic Philly song, man. Listen, bonus question for you real quick. Right. Freeway's first album. Mm -hmm. Is it Overhype, No Cat? Well, I don't even want to do Overhype, No Cat. I want to know... Um, do you think it was a good album? Is it underrated, overrated? What do you think about it? <sighs> um, early Freeway, I couldn't take too much of it. Let me keep why, it a C note. Why you part? I couldn't. Take, let me I keep it a C note. Why you? Why you think? I love. I did, I'm gonna put it like this: Out of everybody that's on state property, that was on Rockefeller from Philly. I would say that would be only really the Young Guns, Seagull, Free, Free yeah. the Drop. Yeah. Out of them three, I would say personally, Freeway had the better debut album out of those three. The Truth was so-so. The Truth did better in mixtapes, underground. The Truth was so-so, yeah. but I think from top to bottom song-wise and the Young Guns joints top to bottom nah. song-wise, neither one of those albums to me are better. Now, I would take it a step further. I would say besides for maybe the becoming from Beanie Siegel, which was his third project, mm -hmm. I would say no artist from Philly, Philadelphia had a bigger album, period, than that Philadelphia Freeway album. A lot of people did love that album. They loved it. And I, I think I was, it's I, underrated. I like, thought it was a good album. I thought it was a good album. I I, I couldn't spin it as much as a lot of cats would because, like I said, after a while, Freeway for a minute, he just he started to, to get with me. But but the boy could spit. He had good stories. So yeah, that, that's a, that's a, he was a good debut album. It was a very good debut album. All right. Yeah. All right. What else we got? So. Since we talk about music and an underrated album, who would you say is your most underrated hip hop artist and R and B artist? I would say R and B artist. I'm going to Vine. Ooh. And the reason the reason why I'm going to Vine is Avant came out in a point in time where you had people like Jaheem mm -hmm. and music and those guys were selling more but if you really listen to albums if you listen to R&B music Avant albums be just as good even sometimes like Jaheim and him I think he had way better albums than Jaheim yeah, yeah, and yeah, music yeah, yeah. but those guys sold more than him mm -hmm. what I'm saying is <laughs> when people mention R&B artists 
a lot of people don't mention Avant. He's very underrated, and Avant gives you every album that came out, he gave you at least one or two bangers on that journey. True, true. So I would say Avant is my guy as far as RB. Hip hop was a little bit more harder for me because I was gonna go Fab because Fab came a long way from when he started to now and he's changed and he's adapted and he's giving you classics. And I think sometimes when people mention Fab, they would, people will say, ah, well, he was only making songs for the girls and all of that and they knocking for that. So um, I would I would say him, I would say, I mean, he he, he would be my honorable mention. He, I was gonna say him, but what I'm, who I'm gonna say is, I think Jada Kiss is, is the most underrated hip hop artist. I think Jada Kiss don't get the love that he deserves. Um, He's been giving you bars since Biggie was alive. Mm -hmm. He's giving you bars with everybody that's been somebody in the game since he's came in. And I think a lot of times, like, we overlook him. Like, not too many people is going to put him in the top 10 list. You see, we didn't even put him in the top 10 list. You know what I mean? And um, I think a lot of people love him. And as far as bars, like actual bars, just spitting, he's definitely in my top 10. But I think that he gets overlooked. And I think that for him to still be relevant now, like Jada Kiss has a core fan base that if he drops something tomorrow, people are dropping everything they're doing mm-hmm. to go listen to Kiss. So I would say Kiss is very underrated, probably because he didn't sell like that. But He's my guy because minus the hood dudes, like if you talk to 10 people from college and you ask them about, a lot of them not going to mention J.D. Kiss. No, no. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm saying underrated. Like the hood dudes, we got him as a yeah. top boy. Right. But I'm talking about as far as on all levels, all yeah. races yeah. and everything, he's underrated. That's my guy. Now, do you think, do you think, and this is off cup, do you think Styles is overrated? Styles is underrated too. I would, I was, the only reason why I didn't put Styles there is because Styles has lapses since they first yeah. came in. Like yeah. Jada Kiss is still He's boom, consistent. boom, yeah. boom. He's still giving you stuff, but Styles okay. P very underrated. Yeah, facts. Now that's a good, that's a good honorable mention. That's a, that's actually a good a good underrated rapper. My underrated rapper honorable mention is Big Crit. Okay. Down south dude, he don't really get the pub that everybody like should they should be looking at him because since he came out, his quality has gotten so much better. His message has gotten so much better. He tries different things and he started producing his own tracks. Right, right. So right. he once he started doing because he didn't produce all of them, but he gained a feel of this is who Big Crit is. You know right. what I'm saying? He needs to get more exposure up north because Crit will say something to you to have your head spinning. So he's underrated uh, to me. That's my honorable mention. But my honorable mention is somebody you mentioned that you were going to bring up. And he's linked to your honorable mention. Fab. Okay. For all the reasons you said, plus Fab's metaphors are just out of this world. Fabulous gave us a song about getting head and never once said it in the song. Yeah. He had everybody in the world saying brain. You dig what I'm saying? And it was crazy. He made a three and a half minute song about getting hit and never once said it. And you thought more about the stuff he was saying than what he was trying to get to. And right. it, it was just creative. 
and he keeps reinventing himself. That's from Holly that. Batten girl to you be killing him. Yeah, he making ladies song, but he will also flip on the mixtapes. Right, right. He's gonna give you some hood stuff, one up some 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 straight gangster stuff on a mixtape. So that's why I say Fab is very underrated. My R and B was very hard. Okay. It was it was extremely hard. When you said Avon, I didn't even think about him, so that makes him kind of underrated. Mine is Maxwell. Mm. I feel like Maxwell gets pub, but Maxwell is probably the best male singer in the game and has been for a long time. He's got range. Right. He can go that deep stuff, get you come down low with it. Right. And, and, and he's got different... But 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 the thing is though I don't really think Maxwell underrated because most people gonna put Maxwell up there. I know, but the thing is I feel like he should be at the top. Like I don't feel like there's anybody really banging with him. Can I keep it a C note? Yes, sir. Me personally, I can't listen to a Maxwell album straight through. Wow, really? I'm gonna keep it a C note with you. I've heard Maxwell albums that had skips on it. Oh. You know what I mean? So I'm going to say, like, he does. He, now, to me, I don't think he's underrated. I think he's right where he should be. Like, he get mentioned as a top boy, but to me, when I listen to his albums, if he got nine songs on there, I usually mess with maybe, like, two or three. Ooh. Keep it a scene. <laughs> what I'm saying is, it's probably if I, if, if I had to choose, like, top... My top Maxwell album would be a uh, 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 with women's work on it. Oh, if I take yeah. that album and I put it to whatever Avant's best album is, I guarantee that I, when, if I look at the track list, I can say I played more songs from Avant's album than, than Maxwell's top album. And I have Avant's early albums, and I, I love them. I did, but I still I still rock with Mac Maxwell for me, man. Like. Maxwell can give you a song that you can listen to in a car and you just be grooving. No, Maxwell got that video popping joint. And then when the ladies around, he got them panty droppers. He yeah. gonna hit you like no, no Maxwell was a bull. To me, I think that's a cheat code though because to me, I don't think he's underrated. <laughs> you making him underrated because people feel, don't got him like, number yeah, one. That's that's probably. I don't think he's because. You can't say number one if R. Kelly is around. And R. Kelly has now, ever made music. Here is a big deal. That's true. R. That's Kelly, true. Usher. All right, so Maxwell too. <laughs> Usher. Usher is over Maxwell too, bro. You tripping. You tripping. Damn. Maxwell, you We don't agree on stuff, but he's getting to me right now. Oh, Listen, man. Yeah. Maxwell not better than R. Kelly or Usher, bro. Yeah. That's a fact. And at one point... When my man was at his height, genuine. Yeah. Maybe that's the most underrated. I'm changing my answer. It's genuine. <laughs> genuine don't get a lot of love. Because listen, all that dancing and gliding through the stage that you're seeing today. Genuine was doing that. You watch a genuine video and for like 57 seconds of the video, he's just there dancing with a broom. And you're like, when is the music going to drop? Like, he's the first guy. Like, he get yeah, genuine probably is underrated. That's true. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, because for real talk, a couple of years, after Pony dropped, album after album, so anxious, all this stuff, every time he dropped the album, it shut everything down. Yeah. You made an R&B album that year, yeah. you either better push it back or you, your sales going to suck. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That, and he that, just fell off out of nowhere. 
That stingy joint, man. Mm-hmm. Stingy joint and differences. Best two songs ever from Genuine, man. I love that song. And, and he had um, he had the breakup songs. He had the party Jones. That you know, he had the Jones. Genuine. I don't know. Like he, he, he just made one, He came out with like two more albums after he had fell off, and then he put a best of out, and that was it. He was like, all right, that's, he's done now. But yeah, he did. He just fell off. I yeah, well, you know. Light skinned guys wasn't in for a minute. They they was loving the cats like uh, Rick Ross and Freeway and all that. We back now though. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Genuine just disappeared, man. But yeah, Genuine started a lot of the stuff that you see right now. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a fact. Yeah. That's definitely a fact. Yeah, you know man. So that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, man. Well, look here. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. We appreciate it, man. Always we, appreciate it. Always appreciate it, man. We we we, we everywhere. Yeah. Anywhere you want to listen, you can find us. Anywhere you want to see us on YouTube, turn that on. You can look at us. Yeah. And we're live tonight. So after you watch this video, if you don't agree with our top five tight end, get ready to tap in tonight. Tell us about it. And don't hey, be afraid. Don't be scared. If you think that we left a Philly song out, it should have been in there. If the order's not right, you let us know right. on the live tonight so we can fix it. If you got an underrated hip-hop artist or R&B singer that you think should have been mentioned, mention it tonight on the live. Don't That's be right. scared. That's right. And if you got a question you want to ask us, bring it. Yeah. We ain't scared. We ain't gun-shy. The only thing we ask is don't come on this live and get shot on us. You get yeah, don't get shot. Because we're going we gonna to grind you up. For Understand sure. that. You know what I'm saying? So, listen. We want some of our people to jump on. Vito, we can't wait till you jump on with us, bro. I'm yep. so serious, man. I can't wait. Yep. So, everybody else, keep hitting us up. We're going to get y'all on the show. Trust me. Yeah, man, bro. Yeah. Did it again. Yeah. So, make sure y'all follow us everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Keep it a scene of podcast. Right. We love y'all. We see y'all tonight. Tell everybody. Tell everybody.